Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio. My name is Mike. I will be uh, guiding you through the program here for the next two hours. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. When I say we, it's because I'm not doing it by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow patriots on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approved memos. Leader workshop. Oh, good to be back. Man, my arms are tired. Flying, have you been? No. <laughs> well, I was going to go with the joke. I just flew in. <laughs> just, no, your, your arms are tired because you just got done pulling a, pulling a tractor trailer by yourself. Or Yeah, yeah. Two trailers. How many, how many pallets you have to pull wait, wait, off wait. today? Does that constitute a train? Oh. Well, mini one. Mini train. He pulled a train. He pulled a mini train today. <laughs> Choo-choo. Just doubles. Just doubles. <laughs> well, you know. I'm going to leave it to you. Better than I can do. I can't pull doubles anymore. Thank you. I don't have a license for that. I do. I got a license for all of it, except passengers. I don't want my freight talking back to me. Yeah, that's, you know, it's just it's just wrong. It's wrong. I, yep. I like those. Uh, Sit down. Shut up. It's it's the best kind. You don't really like Hold to say on. that to a case of bananas, do you? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, if you do, that's an awful big tarantula. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. tarantula. Yeah. Uh, hey, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, we, uh, you had an emergency hearing last week. You had to run out to everything. Uh, go uh, all right. Yeah, it was. It was more preparing for an emergency okay. hearing. Okay. Uh, that uh, they decided it wouldn't be emergency anymore. Well, so they, they saw who was standing across <laughs> the aisle from them. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I actually didn't get to go do the hearing. I got prepared for the hearing, and when I went to go. Uh, leave to go to it. We got a uh, council has withdrawn their objection. <laughs> Ew. Thanks a lot, guys. That's Thanks it. Yeah, listen, we're going to, our firm would like to do this. Well, hey, did you hear they're sending the top dog? They're sending Maxwell himself. <laughs> oh, we withdraw. We withdraw. I don't, we I don't withdraw. think it said it like that. I think it was more of a, what, the same guy that we here last time? Yeah, we're not going to win that one either. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, too, too much, too much. So how was uh, everything else in everybody's week? Everybody do all right? Everything do okay? Yeah. Everything do okay? Keeping busy. Any new gun purchases this week? Anybody making a gun purchase this week? 
I know some guys that are buying 10 mils. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah we're going <laughs> to get it. say. You know, I started <laughs> something. We're no gonna new get purchases, that. but new. Plans to purchase. <laughs> no, well, well, that always. Yeah. But then also new plans of usage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to that for sure. Uh-huh. Um, let me tell you what's going on, folks. we got a, we got a story we're going to talk about. Um, uh, the 40 mil, excuse me, the 40, the 40 mil, the 40 mil. Oh, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, well, Listen, wait a minute. I, had wait, a wait, wait. Oh. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm okay. good with the 40 okay. mil. Okay. I had a 40 mil. I had a 40 mil. I have uh, two. <laughs> the uh, 40 caliber and uh, 10 millimeter. We're going to be talking about those, uh, those at one point, um, uh, this hour, bottom of the hour, the, you know, uh, last quarter of the hour, we're definitely going to get to that, uh, before, oh, that before we wait. Yeah, well, before we get there, we have we have some call. We have a caller planned. We have uh, they can wait. <laughs> we have a uh, put them on hold. Uh, Mister uh, Mister Paul Lathrop uh, is going to be joining us from the Polite Society podcast. He's also going to be joining us at the uh, at at the uh, the the Freedom Event, the rally, Second Amendment rally up in Denellen, Florida, on February eighth. Is there? I think the uh, is the open carry event. Excuse me, open carry camp event the night before, and then uh, the rally's up there. On the uh, on the eighth, I'm sure if that date's wrong, my phone's gonna start blowing up in a moment. So <laughs> I'll pull it up. I probably should. You know, I've got it pulled up for next segment, but it's not. It's in order. I'm no, I have this segment's info up in front of me, uh-huh. not next segment's info up in front of me. So we'll get to that. But um, good stuff. Good stuff. I was telling you guys. Listen, folks. Let me ask you if you ever if you ever had this issue. We were just talking before the break. Uh, Kevin's had this happen. Uh, I've had this happen. Uh, or, or Earl, I'm I'm sure you've, you've had to. Well, Earl that, uses yeah. like private browser software programs to protect Shh. his hey, a- hey, anonymity. Hey, don't be, don't be putting my business <laughs> out there. He does a, does a lot of his web searching in the library. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually have, we, we have a friend that has sent me a message that said, if you share my, sp- one more time, I'm going to stab you. And I went, That's too soon, man. It's too soon. That's not funny there, dude. Let's go fly your airplane. That's not funny. <laughs> uh, I had a windshield replaced on my vehicle. Uh, well, you thought about well, having yeah, yeah. your windshield replaced. I'll, I'll say this: had to have my about a week ago. Decided had to have it replaced. Right. Uh, it had gotten a uh, a, a couple of a couple of you know rock strikes, little chips in them. Yeah. Uh, when I was driving, all, all, all from Earl, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> every, yeah. every time we drove, you know, you know, and it was once a year. Once a year, we'd drive out of state. We'd go to NRA show. Earl would drive, and uh, and somebody and, would shoot at you. With it, rocks. Yeah, we'd get a rock. And it, it was, it, listen, it's clearly, uh, you know, not his or Earl's fault. It's just you know on the road, but it just so happens three chips on my windshield. Over three years, only happened when he was when he was driving. So, like when it happened the third time, he was like, "Son of a, you, it just what? You got somebody standing on that overpass waiting for me?" You know? mm-hmm. So, it finally they went from tiny little chips, and they were in the corners. They were never in in, in line of sight. So it went. Uh, it came up, and it it started to. They crack. migrated. Yeah, it they? migrated. Migrated. So, um, uh, I did uh, about six eight months ago. Called this one company, uh, and uh, they were just horrible with the scheduling and. You know, they got, they came to the wrong place and it was just not worth it. But when it finally started to spider up in front of my vision, I said, well, I've, I've got to get it. I've got to get it done. I remember standing outside. And that of, was the problem. Yeah. You said it I was standing, out loud. I was standing outside of work and I said, I've got to get it. I've got to get it done. And I don't want to use, you know, company A because company A is the predominant big company in town here. And I didn't want to use them. 10, 15 minutes later, not even thinking about it, sitting back inside, opened my phone up to, to the Facebook. And every ad was for <laughs> was for windshield replacement companies, not the one that I said, not the one that I said was crappy. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, I was like, "What the? You've I, been I mean, you've been algorithmed." Yeah, I mean, I like backed up, drew guns, was looking at people, and like, which one of you, you know, did that? It was, it was like, like somebody gave me up. You know, it was, it felt like betrayal. And, and I, but we'd all been standing Zuckerberg there. Zuckerberg standing in a yeah. satellite yeah. above the earth going, 
One billion dollars. <laughs> and uh, no idea. I, I, I've since talked to a, 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 an acquaintance. All of this is unsubstantiated hearsay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Except rest, that he's the, the guy that does it for the government. Yeah, yeah. From this point on, um, I, I told him this story and he said, do you have Messenger on your phone? And I said, yes. He goes, oh, Messenger keeps your microphone active. When they hear certain keywords, they feed that back to your uh, your Facebook page. Yeah. That's why you see that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> de- de- yeah, de- he doesn't de- work de- for the ASN either. Deleting yeah. messenger now. Now I have no idea. No idea if it's true or if this is one of those guys that likes to you know, tell you, people you, things and then good, laugh at them. Good know? luck. Good luck. You're gonna delete messenger from your phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Watch that. I'm gonna yeah. watch that happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you know how you delete messenger from your home? You get rid. You get rid you of the Throw phone. your phone in the <laughs> ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and hope it doesn't swim home. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It would. It's got enough uh, AI in it that it probably. Yeah, it probably could. It, it could find your guns if it really wanted to. Oh, it definitely could. When the boating accident happened. It definitely. It definitely could. Uh, hey, listen. So we got uh, we got good show planned for you today. We're gonna, oh man, you're gonna want to stick around for this 40, 40 cal versus ten mil debate. I know that's gonna there's be no a, versus. No, no, no. They are on the same team. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Mr. Paul Lathrop should be joining us uh, next segment. So stick around. We'll be back after the break. Deltec's Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone a Pistol Studio. You know, we go into the break, and uh, you know, we're doing research. We're talking about an upcoming story. We're talking about uh, our, our guest right now, and um, and you know, one thing leads to another. And I've currently got a video on my screen of uh, a cat that looks like Baby Yoda. It's <laughs> <laughs> just. I'm not surprised. Down the old no, rabbit hole. Just happened. I didn't even bring it up. I just, it's just all of a sudden it's here. You thought about it. Oh though. man. You know what? You're exactly right. You're exactly right. We could have been talking about it and it pops uh-huh. up on here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's horrible. That's just, I'm telling you, it, it freaked me out. I backed up, pulled a gun. was like, which one of you? Some just. <laughs> not SOBs. It. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't even get bothered anymore when he pulls a gun and starts looking around. I just, <laughs> he's listening to the voices in his head That's again. Yeah. Yeah, except they're all snoring. They're tired with me. They're bored. The voices in my head. And you've heard that snoring. It can keep you awake. Oh, yes, it can. <laughs> it scares oh. It scares bears. I was 50 <laughs> yards away, and it still yeah. kept me awake. Yep, yep. It's an early warning system. The uh, <laughs> Hey, the, the, we have a caller on the line with us. We're going to bring, bring him right in. Uh, Mr. Paul Lather. Paul is with the uh, Polite Society podcast, the Second, def- second uh, Amendment Radio Defense Network. And uh, you know we've met Paul a couple times. He's a uh, Paul. You take care of all of the uh, all of the audio visual. You're the boss man there at the Gun Rights Policy Conference that we uh, we see you at every year. Well, I don't know if I'm the boss man. I am <laughs> responsible for for broadcasting it. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot higher people than me. Which okay, let's say this: you're the boss man in charge of the uh, charge of the audio and visual there. How about that? I can live with that. <laughs> there, we go. there we go. I know when there was an error going on this last gun rights policy conference, uh, it was you the one running around crazy and none of the other people. So I just uh, I figured you it was your responsibility. You were the boss man. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the chief 
cook and bottle washer, <laughs> I guess you could say. I, uh, if something goes down, yeah, I'm the one that it's my stuff, so I got to get it up and running again. There you go. Exactly. And, and it always goes off perfect. I know I, I saw you running around and I thought, man, it must be catastrophic. And I know I couldn't tell the difference. But then again, I, you know, I, just, I just throw my voice into it. I don't actually have to make sure it comes out the other end. So that's, 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 that's a, my intent. That's uh, the beautiful thing about backup cameras, man. When, when one camera goes down, you can switch to another. And he did, like clockwork, like clockwork. Um, hey, Paul, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the Florida Carry event coming up here on, uh, on February the 8th. Um, you're, uh, the, you're, you're going to be one of the speakers here. It's, the, it's Florida Carries 2020 camping event uh, in Donnellan, Florida at Rainbow Springs State Park. Um, you're, for, for those you don't know um, and have not listened to the Polite Society podcast, you're wrong, first off. Um, you're in South Dakota, so this is not an easy, easy trick for you either. Well, the advantage I have is I drive truck for a living. And, uh, for example, right now I'm coming at you from beautiful Mesquite, Nevada. Oh. Uh, but uh, uh, what my advantage is, I don't pay to travel. I get paid to travel. <laughs> and nice. so I've got my dispatcher lining up a load. I'll deliver somewhere in Florida, in that part of Florida, on Friday, hang out Saturday and Sunday, and, and reload on Monday and go home. And get paid for the whole thing. Perks of the job, baby. Perks of the job. One of the one of the very few. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Earl here's Earl here's uh, he's one of your uh, one of your compadres, truck driver. He's truck driver man also. So mm-hmm. so he he gets it. He's he's smiling. He's all he's like hey, they got somebody on the phone that I could talk to. You. <laughs> part of the part of the brotherhood. Yeah, there you go. Part of the, part of the brotherhood. Well, yeah, you know, yes and no. He does long haul. I do meet and turns. I'm I'm out and back in a day. Okay. All right. Well, it's still you, you still got control of 80,000 pounds and, and, and a whole bunch of idiots around you on the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah he's seen you. He's seen you. In the, in the lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's seen your EDC. 80,000 pounds is about right. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, yeah, Paul, looking forward to the event. What uh, Do you know what you're going to be talking about yet at the event? Yeah, there's... Uh, I, I basically, I haven't written my talk yet. I understand we get 10 minutes apiece, with the exception of Greg, who somehow wrangled 20. But uh, my talk is going to be kind of centered around two things. Number one, despite the, the number of people that are calling for it, it, we do not want, and using air quotes here, the boogaloo. Right. Uh, ask any soldier who's been to war. You don't want that here. Uh, and, and there's too many on our side that are calling for it. Right, right. Uh, the, the second thing is how to prevent that is we need to have the government so darn scared of us that it's not even funny. So I'm tired of people saying, I don't want to be on a list. You know, I'm on a list because I've got a concealed carry permit. Right. I'm on a list because I've got a short barrel shotgun. I'm on a list because I held Republican office in my state for a while. Right. We need to each of us be on so damn many lists that the government doesn't even want to start to think about messing with us. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I'm on a number of lists. I'm sure we all are because, you know, it, and unless you're truly a, you know, was born in the woods and never saw a government or never got a, you know, a piece of help or applied for an ID, you're on a list somewhere. Right, right. 
And I, all I'm going to my my plan is to say, take pride in that. Get on as many lists as you can get. <laughs> yeah. You know, because if you if half of America is on their watch lists, maybe they'll get the point. <laughs> yeah. Whenever somebody would come into the into the arms room talking about possibly buying anything class three, that was the first thing they said was, "Well, I don't want to be on the list." And my reply to him was, well, have you ever bought a firearm brand new from a dealer? Well, yeah, I've got, you know, several. Right. Uh, you're on the list. Yeah, you're on the same list, buddy. Yeah. Same list already. Well, and, and who are they going to, I mean, say you go, you went and bought a Smith & Wesson Shield. You filled out the 4472. You brought it home. It's your carry gun. It's great. Do you think they're going to pause and think about messing with somebody that, that carries a shield? Or do you think they might? Think about it a little bit for somebody that owns three full auto <laughs> rifles. Yeah. Well, they'll you mess know. with you the same way. They're just going to bring more guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the problem with the guy that owns three full autos is he knows more guys, too. That's it. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not a one-man club. No, it's not. No, it's no. Everybody's got, you know that guy's got three autos? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should go home. Shoot with him. It's, it's you're, you're right, Kevin. It's amazing because those that those that own one or two, you know, they've bought their first firearm. Uh, you know, they're, they're I, I say they're like uh, they're like Star Trek fans. You know, you, you you only know who they are when you see them at the convention. You know, right. they they don't go around advertising and other. Or otherwise. you walk in their garage and go, oh my god, yeah, this is a life size rendition of seventeen oh one. Yeah, the the bridge. Yeah, right. Wow, I didn't know you had this. And yeah. he goes, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. But at class three guys, they, they're at the meetings, there's the clubs, you know, there's those guys all know each other. There's a big network of that. Yeah, and they yeah. all sit together, too, Yeah, like in case of trouble. Yeah. It's like a concert. Very true. Yeah. Um, Paul, uh, being from South Dakota, and I can't recall the last time we've had somebody on from South Dakota, tell us about South Dakota gun laws briefly. What's it, what's it like to, to get a firearm there? Um, extremely easy. <laughs> it, it, yeah. South Dakota, we got... Uh, constitutional carry last year and I had to think about that because it's the 4th of January but yeah last year we got constitutional carry and and there are very 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 few gun laws in South Dakota at all right um, the only thing that I think is silly but is a law is you cannot conceal carry while you are riding a snowmobile that's it's on the books. I don't know why, but it's there. I think we have the same law it's, in Florida. You, you, actually, you can't yeah. you can't sell a rabbit on Sundays from a streetcar in Alabama. <laughs> it's just, just somebody happened and somebody got mad about it, and that was the end of it. That's right. So you can open carry on a snowmobile. You just can't conceal carry on a snowmobile on on a Sunday. That's right. That's a good now, way to freeze now. your gun. <laughs> yeah, true. It is. It is. And keep in mind that there are. You know, people when they go riding snow boots, uh, snowmobiles are not in blue jeans. Yeah, they have full, yeah. you know, snowmobile suits on. True. And to open carry over that is a bit of a challenge. Right. Um, Paul, we're coming up on the end of the show. How can people? Excuse me, end of the segment. How can people listen to the Polite Society podcast? Go to selfdefenseradio.net. And the Polite Society podcast, as well as all of the shows on the Self-Defense Radio Network are there. You can listen to them all right from the website or just search your podcasting software for Polite Society podcast. That's it, uh, folks. Uh, Mr. Paul Lathrop, you can see him at the uh, the Florida Carry 
rally event on February the 8th in, uh, in Donnellan, Florida. So check out Florida Carry on Facebook and, uh, and listen to the Polite Society podcast. Paul, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. We'll see you after the break. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studio. I uh, want to thank a guest from last segment, Mr. Mr. Paul Lathrop. He's going to be one of the speakers up there at the Florida Carries uh, open carry event. Oh, now, listen. This is uh, I keep saying open carry. The open carry event is the the day before at the uh, at the camping event. You have to be there camping, and I believe that's all sold out. So if uh, you had your heart set on uh, coming up there and, and doing some open carry camping, I believe that's all done. What you're going to be able to do though is join us at the Rainbow Springs State Park on February the eighth. That's the Rainbow Springs State Park in uh, Donellan, Florida. That's up there in the uh, 
Ocala area, Ocala, south of Gainesville area, for those uh, that are not familiar with it uh, and, and want to get down there. Or if you're, you know, like Mr. Paul Lathrop coming in from South Dakota or Mr. Craig Deleuze coming in from California and you want to join the event, come on down, join the event. Speakers start at uh, promptly at 10.30 a.m. and we'll go for a... Uh, We'll go for two, three hours there, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes piece, something like that. Something along those lines. Or longer. I keep getting asked what I'm going to be talking about, and I'm telling everybody, listen, it's February. I'm going to be talking about spring training baseball. <laughs> Think I'm kidding. Spring training baseball is what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I believe him. Yeah, the importance oh, of middle I, relief I, pitching. I know? I know it's true. It's true. <laughs> so got that going. Got that going on. All right, here we go. Um, we uh, Kevin g- sent this story to uh, to the rest of us on uh, earlier in the week, and uh, we've all been drooling. Over this one, uh, now we had Mr. Uh, Paul Lathrop scheduled at uh, this time slot uh, a couple weeks ago, so we had to I had to we hold had to our sit, breath. Yeah, we had to sit here for the last couple seconds. Shaw chewing at my nails. <laughs> you know. couldn't, couldn't bump him. I'm going to see if I can get any of this story out before we jump in and we start to uh, start. Mo- giving, you, give. you, uh, we start, I start beating you up for mocking <laughs> me for all these years. Is that what you're suggesting? I, I, I couldn't even get to it. Here we go. Why I shoot 40 cal through my unmodified 10 millimeter Glock. Now, hold on. I got you got on your case for shooting 40 cal because it's the 40 cal, not because of the versatility that you could use it in a 10 mil. That's a good thing. That's not why you were shooting it. You were shooting a 40 because when the, the TSA, not the TSA, the DHS bought a billion and a half rounds of it. You want to be able to the same caliber when it's available. When those when, yeah, see, I don't when have to start hit the floor. I, 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 that's you know? when the, it's like, aren't you going to change guns? No, I don't run on their ammo. Yeah, that's that's, fine. That's, yep. <laughs> Why do they go. build the fences like that? Why is the curve to the inside yeah. on that security fence? Because <laughs> that's not a security to keep you out. Yeah. It's a security fence to keep you in. We had uh, we had a. Good friend of ours, a uh, you know multiple uh, tour combat veteran, uh, was working at the at the gun store, and he wanted the uh, the, the buzzer uh-huh. buzzers on a uh, lock, the buzzer locks to um, keep people from well, well and he wanted to open it all say, times. Yeah, he, he yeah. didn't. You know, most most everybody is used to jewelry stores, pawn you buzz shops. You like, in, yeah, you, you rattle the door, push a button, whatever like that. Yeah, they buzz it to let you in. Yeah, you know the door's always locked. Right, and they buzz it to unlock it. He wanted a button. To lock the door remotely. Yeah. Like if a robbery started. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they they that, come in, start the robbery. They yeah. can't. He hits the button. You can't leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're, you know, I'm not locked in here with you. Yeah. You're locked in here with me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just sitting over there going. <laughs> 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 and, the, and the robber's going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, crap. I made a bad I made I a bad call. This color. was a mistake. <laughs> we picked was, the wrong spot. This is not a good thing. All right. Let's jump back to 40 cals. 40 cal. Uh, you, you hear me and Kevin, uh, you know, playful banter back and forth. Earl is a Earl's a, a, a 357 SIG guy. He's a, He's got his own caliber that he likes there. Well, uh, I, he's I running like, 10 mil, and you know it. Yeah, but not every day because of the cost <laughs> oh, of it. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, so that's this is that, that's the biggest thing I'm excited he's gonna about. He's going to practice this. with 40 cal. Uh-huh. And the big biggest thing, too, is reading this article, I slapped myself upside the head. Why didn't I think of this? Yeah, here, here's, here's, the, here's the crux of the article, and then we're going to get into it. There's a gentleman out there who shoots 40 caliber through his 10-millimeter Glock. Now, let me give you a little bit of specs. The 40 caliber is basically the 10-millimeter short, or the 10-millimeter is the 40 caliber long, whatever you want. It's the same round, unlike when you do a 357 or a 38 or 380 and a 9-mil, where there are differences in the diameter of the bullet and the case. In a 40 cal and a 10-mil, the only difference is length of brass. 
Correct. Maybe weight of maybe weight of bullet. Yeah. But that's well, sometimes. It. Well, uh, but but yeah, but, sometimes. Out, but outside outside measurements diameter all the same except for length. Overall case right. length. Overall yes. case length. Okay. It's like a forty five ACP and a forty five ACP Grizzly. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. just yeah. it's just long. Yes. It's a for, it's a forty five Magnum. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> the uh, the forty four Special and the forty four Magnum. Magnum. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know thirty eight Special three fifty seven Magnum same. Same except for, and I know that's weird, but they, they gave 357 different so people wouldn't confuse it. I guess they thought it the needed a different number. The 38 Special is a 357 Magnum Correct. bullet. Correct. But it's on a different length case. Correct. Yeah, because they, they didn't want people putting 357 Magnum ammo into, into a, 38 a 38 because that would blow the gun. Yes. Could, yeah, yeah. could blow the gun. Now, what Depending we're talking about here is shooting a 40 cal, the lesser pressure round, yes. l- a little bit less power, power, in the 10 millimeter gun, not yes. the opposite. And, and I believe Correct. there's also some differences in the primers, but it's not enough to make a difference to the gun. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go there. You know, we, we, we see this article, we see this story, uh, you know, your initial thoughts, Kevin, when you saw a gentleman shooting is 40 through a 10 mil. Excitement. <laughs> yeah. He's smiling. He can't speak. Yes, you know, he's just, his mouth is open. He's like, I've oh, always, oh, oh. it's, it's no different than running a 22 long rifle through your 22 Magnum revolver. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the gun doesn't care. Right. It doesn't care. And there, now you have some history where people would run uh, a shorter length cartridge of the same diameter bullet and they would get, um, fouling, I guess. And 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 mine was, is, was in, uh, revolvers. Right. Because in a revolver, there's a, there's a, a ledge, a lip, where you would put the casing in, and this is in um, uh, um, when you try. Basically, when you're putting semi-auto rounds into it, you you could put uh, um, like a 45 AC, a 45 uh, Colt into an old uh, you know gun from a hundred years ago. You know the military you specials. Use, use a moon clip. You could use a moon clip. There's been recently uh, revolvers that have come out. It's it's Ruger does them. Um, I want to say Charter Arms does it also, where you could use moon clips on using semi-auto rounds. You could shoot, there's a 9mm and forty caliber revolvers. Oh, yeah. S- well, Smith & Wesson has them out, Smith too. & Wesson, okay. 45, 9mm, 40 S&W, and 10mm. And it's all good, but if you started to use shorter rounds, if you used a three eighty piece of ammo in a 9mm, there's a shelf where the, where the front of the brass, where it meets the bullet, would set. Yeah. You know, all, like a second... You know, it, it was it was a secondary stop. The moon clip would hold the rear, and that was was a safety that would hold the front. If you put a three eighty in there, you would start to see shavings. But then, like Kevin pointed out, my history goes back to when you're using lead ammo, right? And yeah, if you're, you're using old. a jacketed bullet, yes, you're really not going to have that much of that problem. The you're lead gonna... ammo would 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 shave. And if you ever had if you ever had a um, a revolver out of timing, you know what shaved bullets are. If you ever loaded cap and ball and you loaded the right round, yeah. you saw a little ring left over. Um, if you loaded, loaded the wrong ball, you have a big ring left over. <laughs> right, yeah. If you had no ring, the ball would fall out. And if you continued to, sh- if you continue to shoot, once you have this buildup on there, it's going to make more and more buildup until, well, if you're using the shorter round in the longer cylinder, You'll get that build up until it meets the end. And then what happens is when you want to come back to the regular size cylinder, you can't Cart- force it in. The cartridge, right? Yeah, you see. can't force it in. You've got to get in there and scrape it out. And again, this was when we were doing a lot of range shooting, a lot of tactical work, and we were using the cheapest ammo possible, which was, you know, lead ball ammo. You know, and, and you would you would get that or lead and, lead. And, and that lead just ammo. goes to you know, you know uh, clean um, your gun. 
Yeah. Yeah. Clean. And it was just, this was beyond clean your gun. This was clean your gun, get a dental pick, go around the ring, <laughs> pull out the, pull out the metal. You know, it, it was Drop that, kind that of thing. back in the bucket. Cause you're going to make more bullets out of it later. Exactly. And maybe you should stop Correct. loading with wheel weight with <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And anybody, Which I learned the hard way yeah. loading 50 cal BMG because at about hundred yards, it melts. Yep. We which is very effective on tree lines, by the way. We used to get this a <laughs> lot. it's still going, you know, 3,000 feet per second. It's just a metal molten ball of lead. Uh-huh. Yeah. To, to show some age, we, we used to get this a lot when we'd shoot 38 wad cutters also. Oh, wow. Be- yeah, I don't even, I, you know what? I found some of those and I just put them, I marked them and put them in a separate box. And I wrote on the outside of not blanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that woman down in uh, Cape Coral was killed yeah. because of that you know, mistake. Yeah. You never know who's going to run in my uh, ammo room and go, hey, I yeah. need a box of, well, you know, I, I wrote on their big black yeah. and red letters, yeah. not blanks. Not blanks. Yep, exactly. Um, listen, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about this segment again. We get back from the break. Uh, we're going to get into this a little bit more in depth and, uh, and let these guys talk about some, because... Um, Listen, I'm, if I'm sitting in the room with the with the with the best forty cal expert and the best ten mil expert in, that I know of, it's these two guys. <laughs> so we're gonna let them take it away with their with their pieces of knowledge. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break. Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. 
Now, more Arms Room Radio Live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Epiphany right there. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the uh, Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. All right, we got a couple of questions. And again, uh, if, if you want to know where to find yourself a 40 caliber expert and a 10 millimeter expert, um, it's Kevin on the left and Earl on the right. So that's 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 them. Um, I can give you the I can give you God's caliber, you know, the 45. Um, but uh, well, it's what our Lord carried. You know? uh-huh, what, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So the Lord me, carried an 88 Magnum. Well, because it, it shoots through, you know, he large buildings. <laughs> large buildings. Yeah. The uh, well. He also had somebody that used a jawbone of an ass too. So, well, yeah, and, 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 if, God, and if Mike's still doing God's work, he's still using the jawbone <laughs> of an ass. You ever yeah, try to put a, ever try to put a jawbone of an ass in a, a forty-five mag? <laughs> it takes it takes work. Okay, it takes work. Yeah, but when it comes out, it's coming out at a thousand feet per second, yep. just subsonic. Here, just right he's there. using it now. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, questions that come in uh, on the break in the semi-auto. How does the shorter cartridge work in the magazine? Let's let, let's go, Earl. Let's use um, Glock is I think the format we're talking about, which is the stories talk about, and then move on from uh, from uh, from non to non Glocks, the nineteen eleven platform. Say for a semi auto, the the uh, extractor catches the rim of the cartridge and holds it up against the breech face, allowing the firing pin to make contact. So the, the front this is in and this is in the, the gun. The, the mag doesn't the, the magazine and the Glock doesn't really care. Correct. Um, you you can actually run forty cal in the nine mil Glock mags, and if you've changed out barrels, so you're running, uh, say you've got a twenty three and right. you're and you're running a nine mil magazine. Yeah, you can run a nine mil mag and uh, nine mil ammo, or you can run your forty cal mag and nine mil ammo. It it won't care. The way that the Glock mag feeds through the cycle of the firearm. Um, once it makes contact with the breech face and loads, as Earl has indicated, the the extractor is the controlling part of the gun. Now, just just a you know, as a you know, it's funny. I'm I'm giving the the legal ramifications here. With don't do this. Go, go, don't yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're not. Just, we're this not is, advising this anybody is all do this. theoretical. Yes, just because it happens to work is not our fault. Yeah. But uh, what Kevin was just talking about going from nine to 40, you do need to use a conversion barrel. Right. But with going from a 10 millimeter running a, the smaller round of 40 caliber. That's the same barrel. Same barrel. Because the the actual bullet projectile is the same diameter. Well, it's same barrel diameter, but the breech would be a little different because the 10 mil is going to be further back the lip of where it's going to start to be further back because the, the front of the brass when, when, when sets against the where the rifling starts if you're using a 40 you're going to have a little gap there like yes. we talked about in the yes. cylinder of a revolver yes yes, yes. um but then like kevin said as long as you're using jacketed ammo it, it won't care right uh mm-hmm. if you're using if you're if you're First of all, hopefully, hopefully you're not shooting old lead bullets in your Glock because the Glock Glock rifling yeah the poly, polygon loves to eat lead. Oh, yeah. It eats lead like yeah. you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah it's it going to make it look like your barrel look like the inside of a PVC pipe. Yeah, yeah. it gets gummed up real yeah. quick. Um, so there is that gap there. Yes. So if you're going to do this, and again, we're not recommending you doing this whatsoever. If you do this, uh, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, but 
but you know, for those that you, I gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to know. next They're, range trip. The dudes that dropped the Mentos in the Diet Coke just to see and, <laughs> and left the cap on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. exactly. Oh, take the you, cap off. Call that you, guy Blinky now. And then you kick it around. Yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. The, take the cap off. Yeah. The, the cap uh, so there is a the, the the ten millimeter barrel and the forty millimeter barrel in the Glock are basically the same barrels minus the the depth inside the chamber. Yes, the the chamber in the ten mil is longer. The bore diameter of both barrels is the same. When, okay. when you ream the the cylinder the the chamber of a Glock to ten mil, it's about um, maybe an eighth longer. Yeah, yeah, about that. Uh, yeah. And uh-huh. so you're you're jumping. 25.2 millimeter versus 21.6. And the mathematician here. I, I'm sorry. I was told there wouldn't be any math. <laughs> What's that? I, I, wasn't, point, I, point. I was actually, Tom was uh, waving at me. I'm like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> what is it? Something of 21 and 25? That'd be four. I didn't, I didn't hear the rest okay. of the numbers. Okay. <laughs> four, four millimeter difference. Yeah. There you go. In, How in much the, is four millimeters converted into inches? One inch is uh, 2.54 centimeters. So, um, that's uh, going to be a quarter inch. I think so. No, okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> I think it's about an eighth. It's about <laughs> a, <laughs> uh, Not that I've used micrometers or anything <laughs> to measure that, because you know I I do that kind of ballistics stuff. Mm-hmm. Why do you study ballistics? Because I don't like football. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't like football. <laughs> I was at a family event a few years ago, and everybody's standing around talking about where the kids are going to school and how their 401ks are doing. And my wife came up to me, I was, I was standing away from the group a little bit and said, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, I just kind of wish somebody was maybe around, you know, can talk, R- bo- talk ballistics with I'm me. running ballistic <laughs> tables in my head. Compare <laughs> calibers or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think you better get something, a bullet with a little bit ballistic, better ballistic coefficient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I understand. This is coming up that time of year. My wife will go, what's, what's the problem? I'll be like, oh, we need some middle relief pitching. It's, it's just... <laughs> Spring training is coming up, and you know, just they they, they have, have not addressed middle relief pitching yet. <laughs> She'll be like, "All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm He's out. like the accountant, but with baseball. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah pretty much. So let's let's go, let's say this: a, a Glock. Let's do the Glock. The Glock 10 millimeter magazine. Yes, you could put the 40 cal in there. Yes, the Glock 40 cal magazine. Whereas you could use that in the nine mil frames. Can't use that in the 10 mil frame because the, the 10 mil grip is bigger. The, yes. the and 10 a 40 mil frame caliber mag is the same size work. as the 45 Correct. frame. They're, they're that's one the large size, frame. It's a larger yes. size frame than the 9 mil platforms. Yes. So, so you can't stick a 40 cal mag. A Glock 22 or 23 mag won't fit up in a 20 or a uh, 29. Oh, it'll well, fit. Yeah, I was to say. It won't, but it won't lock, lock and function. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, and you won't, yeah. get a, you won't get a 20 mag inside of a 22 or a 23. With a hammer, yeah. you could. You know, but uh, that's yeah, it might, st- it might stay. Yeah. It might yeah, stay. Yeah, a pocket knife. You know, yeah, yeah. Whittle, whittle it down. It down. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> going to damage the integrity. But uh, So uh. the 17, the 19, the 23, the 20, and the 20, uh, the, the 23, the 22, the 17, and the 19, those magazines will all fit in each other because of the size. Yes. Now, 23s will be too short for the 22. Correct. 19s will be too short for the 17. Correct. But you can go the other way, and it'll yes. stick out the bottom of the frame a little bit. Right, right. But you can't and do that, that. Yeah. with the 20s. Correct. Uh, the 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 45 and the 10 mil platforms are a different size frame platform. Any any guys, any issues, questions I'm getting? Any issues with the bullet being shorter? So you're putting a shorter bullet in that, in that, uh, in that magazine. So the 10 mil would normally be... 
an inch and a quarter long. You're putting an inch bullet in. Is there any issue with the bullet inside the magazine rattling around or anything like that? Inside no. the magazine, no, no, because the spring tension keeps everything in place. You'd, you'd probably want to keep them all seated to the rear when you feed, start, feed, I well, guess. Feed lips will take care of most yeah, of the other. Yeah, okay. I mean, and and that's where you'll start off with. I mean, I know your your routine of tapping it on your helmet before yeah, you see like it. Like when the last time he did it and he forgot he had, didn't have a helmet on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I still got that score. Smacking himself in the head. Still got that score. But you know, it'll start off that way, and even if it does move around, it's going to hit the front of the magazine, or if it's the top round, it's going to hit the feed, feed ramp, and okay. it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay in place. Uh, next question I have here is, uh, is there enough uh, you know, oomph on the 40 to cycle the spring on a, of a 10 mil? Yes. Yes. Very smoothly as well. Okay. Because with the 10 millimeter platform, as well as the 45 platform, Glock has overbuilt them to handle the, the pressures of those rounds. So running a... No disrespect, but running a weaker round through it, it'll still cycle, but it's going to cycle much smoother. Uh, we've been talking about Glock. I, I have. A, there's another question here: Is does this work on other platforms like a 1911? I know it works on 1911s. I'm not going to say all across the board. This is 10 millimeter 1911s. Yes, yes. 10, 10 millimeter 1911 uses the you know the same extractor system as the Glock does. So once it feeds up off the magazine. The extractor is what holds the end of the round up against the breech, allowing the firing pin to make contact. Let me let me let me. You want to make again. up for that? You know, just go with a forty plus P. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I want to clarify what Earl's saying. If you were to take, you were to take a, a, a ammo, say a forty cal round, and 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 hold it over the gun with the gun open, and drop it in, you know, manually like you're not supposed to do. Drop the one round in. Yeah, you don't want to do that. It's going to go forward. It's going to be it's going to be further forward in the chamber. It's yes. not going to engage because it's like you said, it's the extractor that's holding it to the rear. Yeah. It's what makes that's it allowing the firing pin to hit it. Right as as the round is stripped off the chamber and the off the mag into the, the mag, chamber yeah. Yeah. into the chamber. Yep. the the uh, lip of the the of the round slides up underneath. Right. Now with dropping it in, it's going to fall all the way in, and the extractor sure, won't be able to reach, reach it, it yeah. let alone pop over it and hold it. Right. Folks, thanks for listening to the first hour. We'll be back second hour. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. 
and stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding you through the remainder of the program the next hour. And uh, I want to welcome in, uh, listen, we're, oh, yeah, we're going to be all things gun, all the gun time. All things gun, all the gun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my, uh, hey, we've been, we've been all things gun. We've been all things gun. Most, yeah, because I gun. picked the story. Most things, that was a good story. <laughs> that was a good story. But listen, I want to say this. Uh, you, when you picked, when you saw that story, I don't know, I don't know where you were. It could have been in court or driving down the road. There was, there was a lot of yelling and dancing, I'm sure, when you saw that story. Disco, <laughs> disco, disco duck. On my, uh, on my right, the uh, right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Oh, good to be back. And by the way, we forgot to mention first show of the of the decade. That's right. Of the new decade. Yeah. Of the new decade. Yeah, this Man, is uh, I haven't seen you guys since last year. Last decade. Yeah. Yeah, last decade. It seems like only last decade <laughs> that I saw you. So it's it's like that. I could go uh, another. You could, one more? One more? <laughs> well, have you have you done the count, Kevin? What decade is this for you? All of them. All of them. Damn. I'm going to need a calculator. Hang on a second. Yeah. I can figure that out. Hey, I know you use I'm, I'm getting I'm getting you... responses to the 40 cal story. They're like, great. Now I got to buy another gun. Yeah, it's a... I got to buy a 10 mil. Let me move on, on my left. The courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, uh, maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. Yeah, I got a lot of that also. I got a lot of that. I went to buy one and I ended up buying two because I had to have one for each hand. So. With the with the yeah, uh, I know how you are. Firearms, um, you're you're getting it as well. I am, I am, uh, I am, at absolutely getting uh, that same grief. Like, what have you done to me? You've ruined my mind. Yeah, yeah. You've polluted my soul. Yeah. That's my job. I just look at, it, hey, I got more options now. Right. See, I've been there for a while. I'm a 45 guy, so I got the 45 and the 45 Long Colt and the 4570, and you know, I've, I've, I'm already there. I, I knew it all. About yeah, but 40. you want a 40? You got a suppressed 4570 in case of zombie water buffalo, and I'm just telling you, yeah, zombie water buffalo are not a threat in this country. Well, not here, but if you go like from where uh, where Paul Lathrop's from up in South Dakota, it could be a problem. They don't have water buffalo. They have, they, have, they have bison. They have, yeah, they have yeah, bison. Yeah. American like, bison. Look, you don't need them yeah. to be a zombie to want right, to hurt right. you. Yeah. Ooh, no. Bison yeah. will hurt you without being a zombie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd have yeah. to go back to the old uh, the old uh, Indochina, you know, a little, little Southeast Asia, get us some water buffalo problems. Yeah. I, I guess. Or yeah. Africa with the Cape 
Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, very true, very true. I tried to kill a Cape Buffalo with a twenty two <laughs> Magnum one time. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? It got yeah. really mad. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. To a imagine. whole box of ammo into the forehead, and it still it was just like mad. It just didn't do anything. It just didn't do anything, and I finally went, well, I'm just going to leave him alone. If and you let it eat the firearm whole, it might get caught in his colon. I can see that being a problem, but other, yeah. other than that, I don't oh, know. Oh, he knew where I was. He walked right over to the tree I was sitting in, and he went, come here. <laughs> you know, like your drill instructor goes with yeah. the with just, just the lightest, littlest part of his index finger. Yeah. Come <laughs> here. Come here. Come, come here. No, come here. And, you, and he points at the ground right in front of me. Come here. 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 Yeah, that's what that, that cape was doing. Right here. That cape was doing. <laughs> Boy, hey, let's. Uh, you know, it, it always happens in the news cycle. Uh, you know, there was the the shirt, the shooting in the church last week yes. in Texas. And that happened Sunday. It's you know six days ago for us now. We're at the end of the news cycle on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, cover. We'll cover that for in a couple of minutes. I, the one thing that I I did see on this that struck me was uh, the new T-shirts. Have you seen the new T-shirts? No. It said, um, uh, "Church security headshots for Jesus." It's, 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 I, I saw that. Nice. Um, I take a double X. Double, there you go. There you go. Um, I have th- the tattoo. <laughs> Show Only off. headshots count. <laughs> Show off. This, um, if, you've see, if you've seen this, this church in Fort Worth, um, this was not a known person to the people in the church. I guess the pastor knew this guy. Uh, the, the, this gentleman had come in and asked out of the blue, the, the, you know, there's a church. I'm going to see if they'll give me money. I'm down on my luck. And uh, the pastor said, uh, you know, I don't think you need it. Uh, why don't you come worship with us? Do that. And then I guess this guy decided to come worship wearing uh, a fake beard, a fake wi- a wig on with a toboggan cap, ski cap pulled down halfway over the head with the wig underneath it. And they have a security team there. And, now, if you remember, we had, we had some, uh, he had a long overcoat on too. Had the long overcoat Cause, on. Cause I don't know if a lot, whole lot of people have heard it. He didn't use a handgun. He used a shotgun. He used a shot. It was a, a full length, 18 inch barrel with a pistol grip shotgun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he walked in, and they have a security team. And if folks remember, it was a couple of years back. We had um, we had we had interviewed some members of a church security team here from Central Florida, uh, and they talked about it, where they keep a couple of members that are churchgoers. Uh, you know, they they're, they're, they do some training. They've had some concealed weapons permits, mm-hmm. and they take turns. Listen, uh, you know, th- this week I sit, you know, in the front row, and uh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a church going member. Next week, I'm the guy that stands in the back and watches for mayhem to happen. Well, yeah. this guy walks in. This guy walks in, and um, it took uh, the the shooter, the, you know, two seconds to take a to take a to get his head canoed, basically, you know, for the for the for the good security team guy to engage and destroy the target. Everything I've heard, uh, and just you know, different media sources here and there, the entire event from first round to last round, six seconds. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and 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 Bloomberg says you oh. should wait for the police to get there. You yeah. shouldn't make that decision yourself. National yeah. average response time nationwide, nine minutes. Yeah. Nine minutes. I, I will say something. I, I, I found that video very disturbing because the man who was killed clearly had his child with him because that's who's screaming. Um, the, the security guy that took the first round, that was his daughter because you can hear her screaming, Daddy. Um, and, you know, God bless him for what he tried to do, but there's a reason why we train to draw and fire in one motion. Correct. Uh, you've got to be able to clear that holster, clear that cover garment, and put a round on target that fast. One second. That's the goal for draw and fire on a target. He was even at distance. Yeah, 50 feet is what it looked, what the estimate was. Yeah. You've got to be able to draw and fire. Yeah. And you've got to be able to do it in a second. Yeah. And if you can't do it in a second, um, 
practice. Practice. Yeah. Until you can do it in a second. And when you can do it in a second with your dominant hand, then start practicing doing it with your non-dominant hand. Um, and practice and practice and practice. And, and you can do that with a cert pistol. You can practice that draw and fire on target with a cert pistol. I won a competition against a trainer in Atlanta at the Complete Combatant. And that young man was fast as grease lightning. Yeah. And if I hadn't been for the fact I was using a cert pistol to prove my point, he'd have beaten me. We were down to where we were drawing at 0.8 and he got to 0.7 and I couldn't clear my, my, I was wearing a suit. Yeah. I couldn't clear my cover garment that fast. And I said, can I fire from retention? And the instructor, Brian Hill said, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Fire from retention. I was firing it up at a power box in the back of the room and I pulled and I rotated. I didn't extend and I put my laser on the power box and he was like, that counts. <laughs> that counts. You can't do it again. And the person that was with me went, yeah, he does that all the time at the range. Yeah. Just another example this this past week, uh, this past Sunday, gun saving lives. Yes. Nine minute response is what Bloomberg would have, you know, and, and everybody in that church would be dead. Uh, there were two. Two, because this gentleman trained and got on the target within two seconds. You know, a very respectable time. And, I'd and love he, to have one second and, also. And. Yeah. The shot he took was an impressive shot, and he waited on that shot because he it wasn't clear. He had yeah. somebody in his way. Yeah. Stick around. We'll get back after the break. We have uh, Mr. Alexander Rubian from the New Jersey Second Amendment Society. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at boundaryoakdistillery.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hey, our next guest, always a treat to have on, good friend of the program, uh, may or may not be seeing him soon. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. We'll see how it is. We got the shot show coming up, so we'll, we'll see if New Jersey Second Amendment Society is going to be set, sending their uh, their star child out there. Please welcome back to the program, uh, Mr. Alexander Rubian. Welcome to the program, sir. Mike, thanks for having me back on your podcast. It's uh, you know I don't know what you're talking about. We don't have a podcast. Uh, it's an actual radio <laughs> show. Uh, that's that's our that's Alex's and I thing uh, is that yeah, uh, he calls you a podcast. He calls us a podcast, and uh, <laughs> and I and I call him a distinguished member of the Second Amendment community. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a great inside joke. I love it. <laughs> um, hey, let's uh, let's talk some uh, let's talk some New Jersey. Uh, we we've uh, you New and I Jersey? talked uh, a couple of times uh, early in this week. At some point, I want to talk yes. to you about the. Uh, uh, the shooting in the uh, in the Jewish neighborhood, um, but let's uh, let's talk first about uh, some gun manufacturers. Absolutely, if you guys recall, a couple months ago we talked about how the governor passed an executive order that would ban individuals from being able to purchase any type of insurance that provides you coverage in the event you're ever involved in a self defense shooting scenario. Yeah, there's and, there's several of those organizations out there. We you know there's a. Uh, uh, Legal Shield, uh, you know, NRA had one for a little while. The the uh, the uh, our, the good friends over at uh, um, UC- Delta Defense, you know, USCCA, USCCA, that, those those people. Yeah. Oh, of course. And so the the whole the whole kicker here is that they packaged it as uh, it it prevents uh, people from um, maliciously using their firearm or inappropriately using their firearm, recklessly using their firearm to kill people. So, like, somebody breaks into your home you're insured, you're just going to go murder them for fun. 
But if you're not insured, you're going to be hesitant because you don't want the liability. And that's how they package it. They make it out to being like everybody's going out there just killing people for fun. But right. yeah. this was, uh, they used the carrot and the stick in this scenario to try to trick people into thinking that this was okay. Ironically, after two months of this whole program and this executive order taking effect, now they're trying to pass a law that says you cannot purchase a firearm or possess what in New Jersey is called a firearm identification card, which allows you and gives you the permission, quote unquote, to own a gun unless you get liability insurance. Right, right. Okay. So now they just literally found <laughs> a way of saying, okay, nobody can insure, be insured in New Jersey in the event you're ever involved in a self-defense shooting scenario. But if you want to own a gun in New Jersey, you now have to get insurance. You know, and, and, so they and make it illegal for you to have the insurance, and then they make it illegal for you to own a gun without it. Exactly. And this is the type of insanity that we're up against in our state. Um, what we've been doing, and what I'm asking all of your listeners to try to support us to doing, is now we should make it a policy that no gun manufacturer will sell guns to the state of New Jersey until they start abiding by and respecting the Second Amendment under what we believe is the true intention of the Second Amendment, not what they so-called claim the Second Amendment meant. You say the state of New Jersey. We're talking about the government agencies in New Jersey. Exactly. What, what they're also doing is that they're now doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, they're now going to all these manufacturers and saying, hey, we purchased around $70 million of firearms and, and firearm accessories and ammunition. We're not going to allow you to sell to New Jersey unless you abide by these rules. And what these rules are is if a manufacturer manufactures a standard capacity magazine, as many uh, uh, of you know, is a 30-round magazine, but they call it a high capacity, they will not use that manufacturer when it comes to procuring firearms for the government agencies and police departments. So they think that they're going to change the whole firearm industry to abide by Bloomberg's rules by not allowing them to sell to states like New Jersey, claiming that they do $70 million of purchasing power. Now, you're in the firearm industry. That's peanuts. That's not a lot of money when it comes to the grand scheme of the entire industry. So we expect a lot of manufacturers to turn around and laugh at it and say, well, screw you. Go buy from somebody else then because I'm not going to stop selling, you know, common-use firearms and accessories because New Jersey claims that they're better than everybody. Now, I would do this a different way. I think the manufacturers should recall all of the firearms currently in service with any agency of the state of New Jersey because we've decided that it isn't appropriate for people that stupid to be in possession of our property. <laughs> and so we're taking it exactly. back from you. But that's what, that's, I think that's what Alexander's asking us is we need to, we're getting that word out. Listen, we're going to be at uh, we're going to be at Shot Show speaking to the big wigs there. We're, you know, we listen. Uh, you got listeners here all the time from uh, from the industry, inside, outside, users. You know, and this is this is what we're putting out. Don't okay. sell. Yeah, don't exactly. sell military implements to the evil wrongdoers. When and, and, or, or only sell to the government agencies of New Jersey the same firearms that only the law-abiding citizens are allowed to own. I mean, I want your listeners none. to understand what what happens in New Jersey. We're not allowed to have a threaded barrel. We're not allowed to have an adjustable stock, something that moves in three at three inches and moves out three inches. We're not allowed to have bayonet lugs on our semi-automatic rifles. You know, that's the kind of insanity that we live under. And Mike knows this firsthand because I've asked him to 
you know, sell me a couple firearms and they're strictly prohibited and it would be impossible to retrofit them and make them New Jersey compliant uh, or way too cost prohibitive. And that's how they win. So what I'm, what I'm proposing is that for once, the gun owners and the gun industry unify against tyrannical governments like New Jersey and stop supplying them with the, you know, the so-called scary guns that they're going to use against us one day. Yeah, and, and that's ex- that's ex- exactly it. You know, um, we have when, when these when these agencies want to buy firearms, and we've seen this occur before. And they, they you know they come down to the manufacturer and they say, "Listen, we want to buy a you know one of these special rifles or you know a thousand of these handguns." Oh, and by the way, we need them with uh, with standard capacity magazines. Uh, what 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 you're saying, Alexander, is what you're saying is, "Listen, okay, yeah, you want to buy a thousand guns? No problem. They're they they will not have threaded barrels, and they're going to have uh to, you know ten round magazines and um." Uh, and and that's what you're going to get. Exactly. You know, and, and this, this is a national issue. Case in point, uh, two days ago and yesterday, I had two people messaging me, sending us emails from West Virginia that they were traveling through New Jersey, stopped at a rest stop to get, you know, to get some sleep, and were awakened to the state police of New Jersey banging on their windows uh, because there was a firearm being brandished. Uh, and when I when I showed when I when I spoke to the individual, I said, "Well, what happened?" They're like, "Well, in West Virginia, if they pull you over, they know you have a concealed carry permit." And what they've told us is that they prefer if a firearm is in wide view, so they're not being extra cautious. Okay. So if they know it's in the center console or if it's in a glove box where the police officer can reach it, where the driver cannot, that's what the recommended guidance usually is. So because we had it in our center console between you know the two seats. So that if anything happened, the police officers will see it, cause us to get out of the vehicle, they'll know they won't be reaching for it. And now what happened is now these people are facing up to 10 years in prison, two honest law-abiding citizens. They've had concealed carry permits for decades, uh, never had an issue. Law-abiding citizens never had anything even, you know, remotely on their record that could prohibit them from owning guns. Now looking to becoming felons and being prohibited and possibly serving up to 10 years in prison just because they made the mistake of driving through New Jersey and stopping there to take a, uh, a rest nap. Folks, I want you to understand how, how restrictive the gun laws are in New Jersey. Alexander, when you came down and you, you visited us in Florida, you'd shot guns that you'd never shot before in your life. And and and, and there are a lot that we get to shoot in, uh, in Florida, many other states. Uh, you, you're the head of the New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Tell us about your concealed weapons permit that you have. <laughs> my, non, my non-existent concealed carry permit. I do have one from Florida. But uh, I will never be issued a concealed carry permit in New Jersey, even while I train other police officers as a certified instructor on how to properly utilize your firearm. I'm training the police. Meanwhile, the government is telling me that the police have special training and skills. Therefore, that's why they get concealed carry permits after they retire. Yet you people like you and I would be the ones training them. But we're being prohibited from being able to carry guns. Absolutely That's ridiculous. That's the level of insanity yeah. that goes on in our state. Absolutely ridiculous. How do people follow NJ2AS? You can follow us on N, uh, NJ2AS.org. We're on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. If you guys have any relationships or, or communication with firearm manufacturers that want to jump on this program to, to ban and prohibit selling guns to the government of New Jersey, please contact us. We need all the resources that we need to make this project successful and to make an example out of states like New Jersey to no longer infringe on people's Second Amendment rights. Alexander, thank you for joining us, and we shall see you soon, sir. Be safe.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio 
is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Anthony D. Davis died January 6, 2009, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Davis, 29, of Daytona Beach, Florida, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, Hunter Army Airfield, Georgia. He was killed in action in Tikrit, Iraq, of wounds sustained when he was shot by enemy forces. Davis died defending his nation, fighting alongside his buddies, leaving behind hundreds of Rangers who called him their friend, Lieutenant Colonel Brian Menace said. Davis was on his sixth Middle East deployment, with three previous deployments to Iraq and two to Afghanistan. He was called Cookie by his Army buddies for zealously cooking for his friends. Davis leaves behind a legacy in the countless Rangers he, he, who he trained, influenced, and befriended through his years of service. Davis is also survived by his mother, Ellen Davis. Army Staff Sergeant Anthony D. Davis, you are not forgotten. Folks, if you've got any legal problems, legal issues, family law issues, if you've been injured in an accident, if you've faced some legal troubles, or if you want to prepay and secure an attorney in case you have to use your firearm in self-defense, give us a call and we will help get that set up for you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for uh, sponsoring that segment. Folks, if you know anybody that... uh, would like you'd like to hear in the Fallen Hero segment? Uh, just reach out to us. Doesn't matter if you're, you know friend, relative, somebody you saw in the movies. And uh, please heed Kevin's advice. If you uh, you think uh, that you're or you think you're going to carry a firearm, you may want to. Uh, you, you should you should be seeking somebody to have on your team in case you have to use it. And uh, I would always recommend to you Max Law Orlando. So uh, that's uh, that's what you should be doing. Hey, uh, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of uh, Arms Room Radio. Pre- please welcome back to the program. Uh, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Well, Bill, I understand that prepaid legal may be something you need to invest in now. <laughs> Why would you say that, Kevin? <laughs> Certain information has been shared with me on Facebook. And, uh, oh, oh, well, yes. Well, you know, fourth time to charm and all. Yeah, okay. I'm going to break it up <laughs> into... <laughs> Monthly payments over a seven-year period. <laughs> well, I figure if I just keep saying MaxLawOrlando.com, or you have to pay me twenty bucks every time I say MaxLaw. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, you, you could say that a lot and still not be my, enough to cover what you're going to need. My, my, my monthly fee, you know, <laughs> when I make payments to MaxLawOrlando.com. So. <laughs> he's, he's a he's yes he's earning his payment in advertising. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll just say we'll say this. Um, uh, major, to congratulations to Major Bill, who has uh, found the love of his life, and will be uh, and will be again. Uh, well, again, yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> but uh, well, he will well, be this sp- time. He will be spending the, at least the uh, uh, based on the law of averages seven years with her um, for the rest <laughs> of his life. <laughs> well, see, that's why you retain Max Orlando, uh, and you, know, you, you have uh, prenuptials and you have other legal devices <laughs> that are put into place. To, uh, mitigate your liabilities. Listen, I definitely recommend her getting a prenuptial agreement. I would say that. I would say, <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. After the money you've taken off the last couple, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's, uh, sometimes it's got to go your way. You know, <laughs> that's it. He's playing the odds. Sooner or later, it's going to come the other way. He's trying to find him a sugar mama. Is what he's working on. What yeah, there, working on. there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, but anyway, congratulations from all of us, sir. So uh, you know, to 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 your to your new your new adventure. 
for the first I, time. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so you have a you have an interesting story for us. Well, I, I have I have one, but then I came across another one Ooh, today. I like it, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go with this one because Mike, in in your many many years of of law enforcement and in my continuing years of law enforcement, it's amazing how this excuse is something we heard back in in the 80s, and and it you know my my officers are hearing it today. So if we uh, if we jump on the old Google Earth. And we head up to Dayton, Ohio, uh, home of the uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base and the 445th Airlift Wing. Uh, Air there. power. <laughs> Air power, absolutely. You know, some of the greatest folks will, we'll, you know, you call, we haul. Uh, <laughs> but uh, at Montgomery County Sheriff's Office up there issued what they say is a lighthearted tongue-in-cheek warning <laughs> uh, to would-be criminals out there. <laughs> and um, they, they issued what they call the not my pants public service announcement. <laughs> Folks, and, if you had any idea, <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> not my pants. They, they said that, uh, you know, they issued this, uh, it first came out on Facebook, and it's been shared, you know, hundreds, uh, almost thousands of times. And, and they say, prior to wearing someone else's pants, please remove all drugs, drug paraphernalia, <laughs> stolen property, or any other illegal items the quote-unquote, owner of the pants may have left behind. Uh, you know, that these are not my pants. And Kevin, uh, back me up if, if, uh, here. Uh, this is not an affirmative defense. <laughs> uh, it, it is the, it, it's the same one that your mother would have used because she said, cuz. Cuz, 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 cuz. Now, you know, dads don't say that anymore because I said so. Yeah. Since yeah. the Mandalorian, they say. Yeah, this is. I have spoken. I've spoken. spoken. This is the way. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, they do. They did have an, uh, a disclaimer on there, Kevin. You know, on the legal side, it says that you know we are not attorneys nor non-attorney spokespersons, <laughs> and this message is not to, intended as legal advice. Please consult an actual attorney, like those at MaxLawOrlando.com, prior to wearing someone else's pants with drug-filled pockets. We thank you. You know, what's going to happen if you get caught in somebody else's pants and they believe you, now you're going to get arrested for stealing the guy's drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I could tell you that uh, I, I've heard this uh, a hundred times. Uh, and in the hundred times that I've heard, these are not my pants, I've never once found the other person's wallet or ID in those pants. It's, it's, it's always just the illegal substance. Now, I'm curious, Kevin, I don't think I've ever asked you this before. Has a client ever come in and told you when you said, listen, uh, uh, you were arrested, uh, why, why did you have drugs in your, in your pants? Did they ever tell you, their attorney, well, these, these weren't my pants? Well, they might have if I ever ask a question like that, but I never <laughs> ask a question like that. Right. I ask a question like this. Like, what did they accuse you of doing? Because <laughs> I don't want to have to suborn perjury later. So right, I just, right, you know, right. just uh, what did they say you did? Right. Yeah, I was. Uh, I I happened to watch uh, uh, one TV show, and uh, the woman, uh, the woman attorney, went in there to speak to the potential criminal client, uh, defense client, and said, uh, "Did you do it?" And I was like, "That's no, you wouldn't. You she, never, she, she, never, she, she would never. No, be she would never do yeah, that. Yeah, never, yeah. That, no, that's not. That's TV. Yes, yeah. that's not real world." That's TV. Well, because yes. you know everybody's innocent, and and if you in New York, then oh boy, no matter what the crime you commit, you are innocent because you know they're just going to release you anyway. 
I, I listen. I'm, I'm thinking about uh, you know if I ever get to that point where I decide uh, there's this list of felonies that I want to commit, uh, I'm going to go to New York because even if I get arrested, I'm I'm getting no bonded until the you know the fourth offense. You, you know, it just excuse me, no yeah, no bond. What's not no bond to get out? I'm going to get released. Or, there's going to be they're not going to charge me a bond to get out. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's one other interesting story too that I found out that Atlanta PD has instituted a no pursuit policy. <laughs> uh, originally, when it came out, it, it was it was jeered at. But the chief said, "Look, we have such a lack of lackadaisical uh, criminal justice system; they're refusing to prosecute anybody. I'm not going to put my officers in danger for chasing someone." Uh, I mean, it's gotten some mixed reviews, but you know, you see a lot of people starting to push back on on this you know soft approach to uh, to uh, crime. It's it's really disheartening. With some of our, our folks are having to deal with out there. It, it does make sense. So listen, uh, and, and actually a pat on the back for the chief there. Listen, if, if they're not going to prosecute these people that they're risking their lives to, to apprehend, then why risk their lives to apprehend them? So I'll give him that pat on the back there. Um, I, I would also say that a part of his decision-making process is it was probably um, – have you seen the traffic in Atlanta? You you can't you, you can't get more than ten miles an hour anyway. You can, if the guy runs in his car, you just run alongside of him on foot and pull him out. You know, you just it's it's it's, it's a really really <laughs> slow pursuit. Yeah, I mean, it makes the OJ pursuit look like it was fast. You know, it was, it's it's pretty ridiculous. They can use like drones to follow them. They don't need a real helicopter because yeah, it, yeah. it's going to be over in fifteen minutes yeah. before the battery goes down. You could have like a like a like a, a kid on a big wheel pursuing a car in, in Atlanta. It's, it's I've done that. <laughs> it's, I've done that. Oh, ridiculous. But well, you probably be able to get farther. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's a green vehicle, so you can use the HOV lane. Um, uh, Major, <laughs> Major Bill, uh, uh, thank you again for joining us this week. We, uh, we, look, we look forward to having you back uh, with us next week. Until then, please, ex- please, please stay safe. <laughs> Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, and always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? 
All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Last segment. Already? Last segment, last segment. And listen, yeah. uh, we got a uh, shot show coming up in a couple of weeks, and um, I know we're going to see uh, our friends at Snag Mag. We're going to see our friends from uh, Ideal Conceal. Uh, Kirk called me the other day. We had we had a good conversation. Uh, you know, definitely our friends from uh, from from Keltech and from uh, and from Guntech USA. I talked to uh, I talked to Phil and Phil and Charlie the other day. Yeah. There's, there's, hey, how you guys doing? You guys doing all right? They want to. Hey, you tell Earl. You tell. Uh, you that tell sounds, Kevin. That sounds like Charlie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tell them guys. I said. Uh, I said. Hey. So yeah. I'm rich. I'll burn your house down. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, a, boy, oh boy, that's a that's a good story right there. That's a true story. Yeah, it is true, true story. story. True story. Go uh, check the toilets. Make sure there's water in them. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, another be, true story. Be useful. Another, <laughs> another true story. Um, uh, I guess we'll give you a little. We'll give you a little gun tech story. Just to, just to start be useful, off with Jay. Go check we, the we, toilets. We have a water. you know gun tech is owned by a. A, uh, a, a former Marine, a uh, uh, you know former uh, New, you know New York City kid, and uh, they moved to uh, Arizona, and uh, they're in the gun business. Charlie used to be in the car business before that, and uh, that's how he named the. It was Cartech. It was Cartech. He, he yeah. made wheels. Yeah, and, he made rims. And he told somebody he was uh, he was going to be you know doing going, going into going the gun, into gun business. business. And, and they were you going to call it Gun Tech? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good idea. And and they did. Well, they have an employee, uh, an employee, and uh, you know friend of the friend of the program. Uh, we, we've worked with them before, Jay, and. Uh, Jay likes to joke around, have a good time, and Jay was sitting there one time, and hey. Charlie came around the corner and said, uh, "Hey, why don't you make yourself useful? Go check the bathrooms, make sure there's water in the toilet." <laughs> said, yeah. yeah, well, that was partly my fault because I'd been feeding Jay five-hour energies <laughs> for like four days to the point where I walked up and Charlie said he saw me giving him another one. Said, what are you trying to do? Kill him? I just got him to quit vibrating. <laughs> so, yeah. so our our good friends, please check out our good friends, GunTechUSA.com, GunTech usa.com and we'll see them shortly and uh, you'll you'll hear them all back on the air here within the next couple of weeks uh hey there's a there's a new pistol out a new yes. gun there's a new gun i i, I there i actually hear that there's uh there's two uh there's two firearms coming out uh we got one from diamondback coming out in the new 5.7 it's kind of a modified ar pistol 5.7 that uh the diamondback's producing uh they're they're dbx i believe it is and then uh, this one's this one's out this one's now ready to go in production you can go buy yourself one Ruger has unveiled the new Ruger 5.7 pistol, chambered in 5.7 point uh, or by by 28 millimeter. Uh, Kevin, tell us about a 5.7. What's the big deal about a 5.7? Uh, it is a excellently sh- flat shooting cartridge. It possesses a great deal of kinetic energy. It is a hyper velocity round, and probably the most telling uh, thing is that you can carry 
if you run it in the in the AR modified platform or the uh, PS90 platform, you're running with a standard 50 round mag, and it has this proclivity to be armor piercing. Yeah, uh, Earl. Anything on the uh, on on the five seven? Your 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 description of it. No, well, I was just going to add with Kevin. Uh, you know, armor piercing in the military rounds. Yes, the, the commercially available for us civilians, not so much. The uh, the five seven. Uh, hit it four times in the same spot. See what happens. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I might be running that on some Kevlar uh, just to see. And uh-huh. uh, you don't. If you got fifty rounds, you can waste four in the same spot. True. True. So if you're getting shot at by somebody with a five seven and you're wearing body armor, run. <laughs> well, yeah, well, five seven is going to pierce body armor. We know that. Um, the uh, uh, for those of you out there, you, you know, you think of a rifle round. You have a full size rifle round, longer, you know, with a with a taper in it, uh, with a with a pointy long round, and then you have a handgun round, shorter, straight case, fat nose tip round. What the five seven is is a miniature rifle round. It's yeah. a rifle round shrunk down to a handgun size. Yeah, say so take a fi- you know, like a, ima- imagine like take a-, a five five six and reduce it by half. Yeah, it's it's a um, it looks like a. 17 HMR on steroids. Yeah. It's a center fire and it's, it's flat. I mean, it's just wicked flat. There's no recoil to it. Um, I run a, uh, an FN platform on both of for that two of them for that caliber firearm. And uh, since my hand issue, the safety is, is uh, engaged and disengaged in the FN with your index finger, right? Your trigger finger. Um, the Ruger is going to use a, a thumb disconnect yes. uh, safety. And so it'll look a bit more traditional and it's supposed to have a different trigger pull than their nine millimeters, which is not particularly, um, pleasant. Right. It's extraordinarily long trigger pull. Uh, but I haven't run the, uh, the Ruger five, seven yet, but I am going to look into testing it. Looking at the no, pictures and, and we'll, and we'll, we'll post this up online. This, this Earl, help me out with this here. It's kind of got a. A little uh, Keltec PMR thirty look. It's got a little FN five seven look. It's got a little, you know, Smith and Wesson handle grip look. Uh, what, do, what, do you, what do you see yeah. in here? Yeah. Well, start off. Generally, it looks pretty cool. It, it does. It, it does have the. I would uh, like to. I would like to put my hands on one of these yeah, and, and pull yeah. some pull, put some rounds down it. And, and it uh, on the uh, FN five seven handgun, the grip just looks as big as it needs to be. Yeah to uh, accommodate the five, seven uh, round this, this grip, although I'm, I'm expecting it to be, you know, feel pretty good size in the hand. It doesn't look that big. It does it, not. It, it, this, the Ruger five, seven looks to me a lot more svelte than the FN five, seven handgun. And I do like the frame mounted thumb safety. Yes. It's got cocking serrations forward and back. Uh, it's got a full length Picatinny rail, uh, nice adjustable, Sights. It's got a, a fiber optic up front. I mean, it, it's a good looking handgun. I'll tell you what I like about it. Um, you know, and this is, I know everybody's asking this. The, uh, if you want to go buy an FN 5.7, you're, you're talking a thousand dollars. You're or, talking or 1300 yeah. in the pistol. Yeah. 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 Thousand maybe if you can find one on sale with two mags. Re- retail on this is, is, is at, uh, is at 800 bucks. Yeah. That, that's, and yeah. that's what their market is. They're, yeah. they're trying to hit the price point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this looks great, and this is this is a uh, twenty round capacity. St- and, and, you know that's not an extended mag. This is a twenty yeah, round capacity. That, that's standard. That's going to be the real test: is how much your additional magazine. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Um, or until somebody like Mech Gear comes out and starts yeah. uh, starts making them uh, or Magpul, somebody like that. Yeah, that Kevin hit it, hit the nail on the head of you know how much your additional magazines because 
years ago when I was looking to change platforms, I was actually looking at an H and K handgun. And, and it, mags it, are it, it, I shot it. It you know ran good for me. I liked it. You know, I could handle the price point of the of the pistol itself. And then I started looking, whoa, how much for magazines? Yeah, yeah no. I'll, I'll go with that Glock. I recall that we had a Smith & Wesson 1006 come come across our hands. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you being a 10 millimeter guy, well, like, well that, that's not a bad price. But how much were the mags for it? Uh, well, being as it's no longer in production now, they're probably around 100 bucks. 100 bucks a piece and, for that, and that re- mag. <laughs> and the reason I have an affiliation for 10 millimeter is a 1006 was the first handgun I bought myself. Right. W- once I reached 21. Yeah. That was my first handgun. There you go. Honestly, I bought my first handgun way before I was yeah, 21. Yeah, cap and ball. It was. It was, a, it was more of a bow and arrow-y. <laughs> no, it was. It was a, <laughs> it was a 36 caliber five-shot cap and ball. <laughs> the, uh, this, this, this Ruger 5.7, I know I'm going to get my hands on one. I want to put it on it. Um, for those of you that, that are curious about the capability of this, I'll tell you that uh, uh, while I was uh, um, in the desert, for the, the you know the over the year I spent over there, um, he was the, playing in the sandbox. The yeah. uh, the Italian well, we, we'd we'd have a range day. We'd meet up about once a month with with the different coalition forces, and the it would always change. We would we were not being predictable, um, and but we would meet up and the Italian guys would just show up with pistols. We're like, well, nobody wants to shoot a Beretta. We got Berettas. Yeah, nobody wants to shoot yeah. a Beretta. And you go over and you talk to these guys, and they had the FN five seven, and it's the first time I'd seen one. So this is oh five oh six somewhere around there, and they were still really expensive. Yeah, I said, uh, let, let me see one of those. And it, we, we, we swapped, and I took it out, and the guy shot it the first time, and then I shot it. And he's he's plucking you know, the old BMPs, you know, the, the old uh, Russian personnel carriers that we used as our backstops at 600 meters away with this pistol. He's going, just going, bang, bang peek, bang, peek. And we're like, okay, now I know why you don't need a rifle. Wait um, a minute. <laughs> you can shoot a pistol 600 meters? Uh, yeah, hold accurately. On a the uh, the uh, the the shooting at Fort Hood, where Major Hassan Nadal killed all of the soldiers there, um, and then also killed or wounded MPs. He was using one of these, and the reason the MPs were wounded was because even the non-armor piercing rounds, the, these these little bit mini rifle rounds, went through their body armor because they, they were wearing they were in two A's. Yeah, so, regular they're, soft. They were in two A, not yeah. through not three or not two A plus. It's a, it's an impressive impressive uh, gun and impressive round. So, uh, hey, I want to thank Mr. Paul Lathrop for joining us. So don't forget to, to to meet us all February eighth out at the Florida Carry uh, Second Amendment Rally. That's in uh, Dunellen uh, up there on February the eighth. Check them out, floridacarry.org. Uh, Alexander Rubian from New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Please uh, please check out nj2as.org as well. Until we see you next week, please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.